fright rags, horror apparel, and accessories. <laughs> if you're a horror fan, then Fright Rags is the place for you. Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003. Officially licensed collections, including fan favorites such as Halloween, The Evil Dead, Creepshow, and tons more. No matter what type of horror you are into, Fright Rags has you covered head to toe. Offering a wide range of exclusive products from your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Metal Hand of God listeners get 10% off when they use the code MHOG10 at the checkout. So don't miss out on your favorite horror apparel and accessories you can only get from Fright Rags. That's fright-rags.com. And remember, use MHOG10 at the checkout for 10% off your purchase at frightrags.com. <laughs> Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and with me today, as always, is the amazing, the man, Rogue the myth. Guy. That's him. Uh, right I there. beat you. The man, I the myth, you. the legend himself. We have, an <laughs> we have an incredible guest today. A gentleman I've been knowing for probably over 20 years. Uh, he's in a <laughs> fantastic band called Dang Bra Y, and it's my friend, my brother, Mr. Howard Love. What's up, dude? <laughs> You dig? What's happening, y'all? <laughs> man, yeah, yeah. It, let's let's go into that, man. Like, yeah, I've been knowing you probably about twenty something years, maybe longer than that. Twenty five, yeah. Probably, uh, you was you was one of the abstract kids. Yep. And you probably went to the show. I remember seeing you at the show that uh, uh, New Orleans Music Hall. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which is now Howling Wolf, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was one of those kids in the mosh pit. I yep. remember. Oh yeah, that's me. That's me, man. <laughs> but now, nah, man, we we go back a long ways, man. Like I, I actually have footage of Dang Y from the Abstract somewhere in this house on a on an old VHS tape. Uh, got got you dancing around as a as a as, as a cow as usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, if you could find that. I, if I locate that, buddy, I will definitely hook you up. You know that. Ooh, if you could find that. I have a um uh, a guy in L.A. when I was living in Los Angeles. I have, like, a bunch of cassettes and stuff, like, from videos, live shit from back in the early 90s, from the abstract, from the uh, uh, R.C. Bridge Lounge. We had oh, it, uh, man. Four bands, five dollars, free beer show in '92. Yeah, and an uh, abstract show, and then you know uh, music hall shows and shit, and Jimmy's. Um, but you, uh, you were asking if we had any more tapes or anything like that, you know, from those shows. Yeah. Yeah. If I can look, I have a couple buddies that may have some more footage laying around. I can ask them and see what they got. If they have anything, I'll definitely get it for you. Yeah. Like I say, that shit is like so fucking like that'd be so dear to us right now, man. 
Because, yeah, I just have a few things on, on that's now on DVD. Yeah. And because, yeah, abstract. It's crazy uh, because, you know, think about it. Like, the kids these days, man, like, like all that stuff that they're doing, it can be documented yeah. easily because they have cell phones yeah. and things like that. When we were coming up, man, I wish I could have recorded those shows. You know what I mean? Like, like all the shows that I saw at those places from those bands that don't exist anymore. That, oh, man, yeah. that would have been awesome to see all that old stuff like right? that. Right? I mean, oh, God, bro. I mean, like, even there's Sheila. Yeah. Ed, I mean, the boys. The Lala footage. Clothes at play. All those guys. Clones that fucking play footage. If you can get anyone. Oh, man. <laughs> Ke- Kelly's Heroes. Yes. Uh, you dig? Uh, Superflies. Um, God damn. damn. There was... <laughs> There was so yeah, there was so many good acts, man. There's so many, and and and, and we had such a variety of of uh, acts. Like there was, it was, yeah. it wasn't just like a metal show. No. You know, I mean, when yeah. you you showed up there, there was everything. It was something else. Yeah, it was no. something. Else. It was something special. You know, it was coming from the you know, you know, the '80s was the, was the metal years. That's they that's they highlight. That was that you know the heyday. Yeah, and then here comes like the '89, '90, '91. The year that punk broke, and then all of a sudden, you know, they 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 changed cutting edge underground music to calling it alternative, and that's when we come out in the shit, you know. And it's yep. like, um, so in New Orleans, you have like it's known for a music town. It was not known for cutting edge music, and what was happening with those people that was out at that time period, like ninety one, ninety two, was like it was from the ashes of the metal. And other stuff that was going on, but it was like okay, it was something something else that was special, right? And it had like other. It was like one underground New Orleans underground music renaissance, mm-hmm. and you won't get that again here. Nah, nah, never that again. Time period. You won't get that kind of flavor again here. It's just like it was like one of that is that it was just like as short as the the Harlem, the Harlem Renaissance. It was just like, you know, less than a decade. Yeah. It just happened. Boom, and it, boom, and it was, and, like, and, and, uh, and I could say this, man. I was, I am so grateful that I was able to be part of that in some way. You know, be able oh, to God. go to those shows and help those other bands and do things for. You know, it was, it, it, it was a time that was just ridiculous. I mean, we went to shows in the middle of the, you know, in in the middle of the hood at 15, yeah. f- 15 years old. Your parents are dropping you off in the middle of the city. You know, now there's no fucking way they would do that. <laughs> Nah, now it was a little That's different. A shame, yeah. too, because... It's, but see, it was a lot of. It was like today is different because the majority of other musicians are a lot of people since after Katrina happened. A lot of these people now are like half of them are, are transplants. Yeah. Back then, in the early nineties, it was all local people. It was all New Orleans folk. You know, even if you come from Metairie, you know, anywhere else around the area, it was just like you still considered New Orleans musicians. You know, it's just part of that. It's, it's part of the pantheon of like New Orleans music now. Right. You know, and it happened for us. And, you know, it was just like, ah, <laughs> it was a much needed deal, man. Yeah. That's why everybody can still talk about that shit about almost 30 years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I miss, I missed out because I'm not from down there. Yeah, um, I live in North Carolina. I'm from Pennsylvania, so we had we had very different types of music scenes. But right. uh, from the time I've known Wayne, uh, till you know, introducing me to a lot of the different groups and and the bands and the stuff that he used to go to, like I he he told me about you guys, and I had to you know I used to really um, I was like ska, 
It's like, holy yeah. crap, they do ska music. And you just, it's one of those things that the bands are still there, but it, it's not like, it's not like it's everywhere. I mean, you guys have an amazing sound, you know, yeah. and, and I got, I got, I got hooked on you guys today. I mean, I was just listening <laughs> and listening and listening. It's like, this is crazy. This is great <laughs> stuff. I mean, I was, I was pumping you guys out the car. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it was awesome. I mean, I, I haven't heard, I mean, was it, uh, there were some, some pretty good ska bands back in the day, like the, the specials and, oh, yeah. and, oh, yeah, and dude. you know, that sound like real big fish and stuff like that. But you guys, man, you guys are awesome. You really <laughs> are. I dude. wish I could have seen you guys live on stage, but, but you said now you've got a whole new thing going yeah, on with the band, new, 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 new members or something. Or what's new members, on? same, same name. This is like, I'm the, I'm the, I, I'm the, uh, uh, founder of the group. I named the group. It was just like the concept was, uh, you know, I came up with the concept. I tried to put Dang Bro Y together since 85, 84, 85. Wow. I tried to put a band since then. And it finally got to fruition in, in like 91. That's when like the shit started popping off at that time, 91, 92. You know, Abstract and the uh, RC Bridge Lounge was our, you know, go-betweens and shit. When we first started out, our first few gigs was like at both of those places and shit. So it was like back and forth. First gig RC, second gig abstract, third gig RC, fourth gig abstract, abstract, abstract. It was just like you know, that whole that whole year of like '92, and then uh, that whole summer we was doing like stuff at like Muddy Waters, right? yeah. and also like uh, uh, Maple Leaf, and then um, fucking like later on that year '92 we opened up for fucking Public Enemy and No Doubt at the State Palace and shit on Canal Street. Wow. So yeah, that was, and then we recorded our first cassette that was like, you know, a little eponymous uh, EP cassette and shit, just dang why and that was like out the gate, you know. But I was trying to get this shit together for the longest time, and uh, now we have, um, you know, since I started all that shit, you know, we have like, you know, old school members and shit. You have like my boys, uh, uh, Greg Hemel, you know, uh, Greg Harney, uh, Marco Minna, John Dandry. Uh, you know, Jody Smith was on drums at one time. Um, you know, uh, Sam Blackwell playing guitar. It's like over the years and shit, you know, different cats and stuff. Yeah. Um, and now we have like this new dudes and shit. Um, uh, Mark St. James, guitarist, he joined in like 2013, 2014. Uh, shit, we had my dude Vernon Rome, old school cat from the North Shore, who's been with the Sub Dudes and uh, Continental Drifters and uh, nice. Tri uh, Tribe Nunzio. He was our bass player one time, and now we have a new bass player, um, Keith Pickett, who's a badass motherfucker. He's, uh, he's friends with uh, the drummer, Brian Ordorn, who's, who's in this band called 1016, with uh, Levi Clark. Oh, yeah. And uh, we practice with uh, these fools over uh, at the, the space on uh, the causeway with, uh, like, Nothing Sacred and uh, oh, yeah. Southern Brutality downstairs and shit. Same building. Um, who else is in the band? Uh, we have uh, the guitarist from... Mystery Girl, Pina Cannavello. Wow. Who plays guitar. He plays, uh, he's a sax, he's our saxophonist. And uh, uh, Cali Kid, uh, uh, Justin Claver plays trumpet. Uh, let's see. Yeah. And also, we got my man who's uh, the MC. He's from Chicago, but we kid New Orleans has kidnapped him. Um, freestyle MC, hip hop artist, and shit. My dude, Salonius Funk, Black Soul. Nice. You know, so he, yeah. So it's like pretty much like about seven of us. Hope I ain't forgetting anybody. Well, you, I think you, I get everybody. You're missing, you're missing yeah, one so. guy, man. You're missing one guy in the whole band. You need a hype guy. Oh. <laughs> you know, like the one dude that jumps around next to you, like uh, the like the Boston's did. 
just like the boss tones as yeah. well as did that shit too, man. Oh god. If you ever need that hype guy, let me know, bro. I'll come dance around I, with I you. Think back in the abstract days, man. Back abstract and um the um uh, uh New Orleans Music Hall days, uh we had uh E. C. Jacobs. Nice, yeah. Who's up? Uh, remember, I don't know if you remember EC, man. EC used to be the hype guy, the dance, the dance partner. The, the on dance stage. dude, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, get Wayne on stage shit. in a diaper wearing sunglasses. I'm down. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, sir knows the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. What's great about Scott, it, it it highlights so many different people. It's a, you get enough people on stage, stuff, yeah. sports team. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's, but it, it's, it's the one, it's one of those genres of music that really can highlight the horn section. Yeah, you know, and it's got that groove beat. It's almost got it's got a uh, a mix of urban and island feel. It's got yeah. it's got so much energy to it. And no matter what they're what you're playing, yeah. you know, in the song, it just makes you want to get out on the floor. It's awesome. It has, yeah, because yeah, it has a like a lot of connection with New Orleans, you know, because you know, this uh, sky's uh, Jamaica and Jamaican uh, Jamaican folks, you know, uh, young Bob Marley and them picked up that uh, radio station, the R and B radio station from New Orleans in the Caribbean. That's how New Orleans is like known as the the the, the northernmost of the Caribbean. Actually, we more known as Caribbean vibe than anything. It has a lot of that going on with that. And ska music has a lot of, you know, it's it's a close cousin to you know Mardi Gras music. Sure. You know, there's no whole deal, and it's the, the vibe of it though, the jazz. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just everything that's from here is just like somehow it's like some kind of cosmic connection. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it kind of gets that same groove, and it's like people still, still, you know, you know, like they dance, like they like trying to like channel, you know, like the the the, the weather, the change, or something like that. You yep, know? Just like, <laughs> that, you're right, dude. You're right. Speaking to the ancestors, you know, saying, you know, <laughs> you know, conjuring the spirits and shit when you're getting up there and you know, sweating it out, you know, the man. Out. Look, you know, I, I could tell you this, man. I, I've been to. I'm sure you have too. Millions of shows. We've been to tons yeah. and tons of shows. I mean, as a kid growing up, you know, 15, 16 years old, going to these shows, these local yeah. shows and stuff and seeing all the bands. I still, to this day, out of any local show I've ever been to, a Dang Brawa show at the Abstract is probably one of the most memorable shows I've ever been to. Because it was like, dude, there was like <laughs> 200 kids crammed in a fucking garage. Yeah. You know, dude, it was unbelievable. Like they had kids hanging off the fucking ceiling and shit. The only time I ever saw the abstract any more packed was when Green Day played there. Yeah, that was the year before we started. Yep. That was like that was like actually a few months before we actually had our, our debut show. Yep. That was that yeah, was and uh, my dude's fiddlehead opened up for them. Man. Yep, they sure and, did. Uh, uh, Danny Nick. Yep. Yes. I I'll, I'll oh, never yeah. I, that was that was the most packed I've ever seen that place and until yeah. you guys showed her up and then I was like, Wow, this is great. And these guys are from here, yeah. you know? I, I remember the last show it was like it was supposed to be our last show at the abstract. It was in ninety four and it was like I mean I didn't want to stop playing that, but the the rest of the band felt they were getting too old. So it was just like we gotta like move on now and shit like that, you know, and it's like it's like we can't be I'm like, dude, this is like our That's where you were growing most- that's that's your house. This is our most. This is this is our most like, like, fierce fans we yeah. have here. Well, I mean, it was an <laughs> all age, it was an all ages venue. Age show. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, these are the people who are like putting like this is they putting us on that shit. They want us to be on the map for them. Yep. You know, you gonna like you know we can't turn it. I can't turn my back on them. But it was like we had our last show at the abstract, 
And it was a 94, summer of 94, dude. And it was just like, the ship was like so packed in that. But I was wearing that Kyle suit that night, too, just to say goodbye <laughs> on that. And, um, but it had, it was like, everybody was there. It was like, nobody could get in. It had tons of kids out in the fucking parking lot. You know yep. how big that parking lot was and yeah. shit. So it was like a bunch of people in the little alley, people in the parking lot, and it was like packed to the ass, you know, to the asshole, that was... to the asshole rim. <laughs> Inside the drink. That's a lot of packing. That's a bunch Everybody of that's a bunch of ass packing. It was just like woo dude. And then it was like they had the the the, the what's that the uh curfew yeah. time of them and we went past eleven well actually we was going past eleven and they fucking pulled the plug on the on the power. Yeah. You was there. They Yo. pulled the they cut they cut us off in the middle of that shit. They pulled the plug on the power because of the fact of curfew. These kids gotta get home. Click. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, abstract. Yeah, but I mean that's the way it was. I mean that place was. What was that place? That place was like a halfway house or some shit. Part of it. Yeah, the judge and he had some uh, ex cons working there. Yeah. You know, guys on you know yeah work release so that, whatever. That venue's not there anymore. Nah. It's not there, but it's like the building is still there, but it's something else now. I think it's some kind of apartment complex or some shit. Is it really? Uh, Maybe a coffee house now. Some it was Man. a coffee house supposedly then, but it may be something else now. It's just yeah. it's it looks like a uh, a townhouse. You know what? You know, really you know what? To be to be honest, the parking man. lot is like it's like full. It's like they they built shit over the parking oh, lot. Oh no, houses. man! Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like uh, they buried the shit out of that. Man. I mean, look what they did with the Darcy Bridge lines across the street. I mean, it's, it's barrel proof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. People I mean, out there, you know those those, uh, those millennial hipsters now know that where they hanging out right now. Gigi Allen played I, there. I was about to say that too. A... I was gonna say the same thing, dude. Gigi fucking shit it's all over that place. Chilling. <laughs> Do you know y'all sit next to a, a place where a guy took a shit? <laughs> you you don't have many places around the world like that anymore, though. Do you? I mean, no. really, those type of venues are. Yeah, they're very well, far and few between, and I think this whole generation's missing out on something completely raw when it comes to the music scene. They don't have those things anymore. Yeah, right. It's like they 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 like buried that whole shit so much. I mean, in, even Indiana Jones can't find it. Just <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I feel like you know, like I should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> do you know where the fuck you all at right now? <laughs> Oh, we just hearing bullshit, you know. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, you know. All things considered, you know, the NPR news, <laughs> whatever the fuck, I dude, mean, whatever the fuck they talk about out there, dude. It's like no dude took a shit on the stage right there where you have to have your little coffee. Yeah, you, know, you, ah. you see that latte? Yeah, he should have been here a couple years back. <laughs> he should have been here. He should have been here about twenty-eight years ago. Yep. <laughs> I mean, dude, and and that show didn't last long. That show didn't last long. That Gigi show didn't last long at all because. Uh, he uh, tried to push over the PA stack onto the crowd, and the PA stack was owned by, oh god, um, oh god, what were they called? The the sound people that did the stuff back in the day. Dolls was the last, I think. Oh, I can't remember, man. It's been oh god. Yeah. Anyway, I know some, I don't even know that. But, but they were, but they were, but they were, you know, it was a, it was one of the comp the sound companies that we everybody used, and um. Right. Uh, so they tried to push the he tried to push the shit over and they cut him off and said get the fuck out they beat him up and <laughs> sent him on his yeah. way yeah 
Send his ass like, take your shit with you too. Yep. Get all your duty out of here. <laughs> Scoop that shit up and just fling it at his ass. <laughs> you know, catch this shit out the door, you old nasty motherfucker. <laughs> but man, well, how? how- how was how would you say that that um, the music that you put out the the the, the scar that you do the sound that you have is it would you say it's a is it a a sound that's stay that not just you specifically but does, is it a sound that stays original to its origin or do you think it in, in today it, does it morph into something else are they you know do you see a lot of change in this scene because with rock music you always see different steps in rock music and how it progresses or the, sometimes it changes so much you can't even call it rock anymore and then it falls back into a retro feel and stuff like that but i mean right. is 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 the ska scene is is that type of music is do you think it just holds steady or is there a, any type of morph into that there's always like somewhere you know there's always uh, uh, a scene somewhere like an undercurrent of people playing like real legit like two-tone mod ska and it's definitely a real deal for like the old school sky from the island. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's been going on too. But you gotta find it. You know, they they out there. You know, I mean, I I didn't really take too much to the to the sky that was really big in the nineties. Yeah. You know, it was just like I was mostly I, I grew up mostly on the the, the two tone mod sky shit and the shit before that with the scatterlights, Desmond Decker. You know, mm-hmm. the original shit, you know, uh, you know, the whalers and shit, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, stuff like that. You know, when they have like, I mean, I couldn't, you know, say Ferris comes out, it sounds like fucking like they're trying to be like, you know, no doubt, you know, so yeah. it wasn't like too much of a deal with that. And so at the time, at the time period, you know, Fishbone, who was like known for doing shit in the 80s, oh. you know, by the time the 90s rolls around and stuff like that, they're completely buried. Yep. You know, they're still like kind of like overlooked. Cause they got this other shit going on, and it's like, no, these guys should be right there. You should be standing on their shoulders. But nah, it's still like, you know, it's like they've been pushed further and further into obscurity. It's a sh- I mean, because they're shame. not really playing just ska, you know. And the same thing with Dame Brewer. We have ska element in there. It's like I, Dame Brewer is pretty much just uh, categorized as just plain old gumbo music. You know, we're from New Orleans and we're playing everything. We want the we put the kitchen sink in it, so it's like punk, funk, yeah. jazz, it's hip hop, it's like whatever else we can fuck with. You know, it's just like we're gonna find some other you know other ingredients through in there too, as well as like heavily influenced because this is how I want it to be since I you know since I wanted to start the band in like ninety eighty four. Uh, yeah, Sky is definitely in the roots of it. You know, and so in the mix of the gumbo, you have the sky influence, and there's also New Orleans, you know, take on it. You know, it's like a New Orleans vibe towards it, though. When people was asking me what kind of music, what, what kind of shit is Dame Brewer, and I was like, we kind of like a New Orleans fishbone. And I was like, oh, they got it. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's just like it's fishbone, but we in New Orleans though. Yeah. And it was like we only band in New Orleans that actually could claim that shit. I, I have to agree with you on that, man. And you know what, man? Like, yeah. you know, I, I agree with you on uh, on Fishbone being like, they, it's sad that they were pushed so far into obscurity that like no one really fucking knows who they are. Yeah. Those those dudes are one of dude one of the most incredible bands I've ever seen live. I've seen them like four or five times, and and like I remember one show that I saw I them. Out, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you you hung out with the dudes a bunch of times, so it's all right. God yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, like I remember one of the most memorable shows I've ever seen them at was when they played at Tipitinas with the Boston's and that fucking show, dude, that show was so packed. 
Like they yeah. were they were people outside. You know what I'm saying? It's like you couldn't yeah, get in man. anymore. It was crazy. That one night, that one night at Tipitina's, man, that was like the Boss Tones, and uh, we I was hanging out with Angelo, and I was hanging out with uh, who was with me. Uh, uh, Jag and the saxophone player for Dang Bruh. Nice. Kenny Samara from Clones at Play. Uh, girl I was dating at the time, her friend, and somebody else and stuff like that. was all hanging out with Angelo. We was looking for a looking for a video shoot from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Nice. And so we found the video shoot, and we were in this fucking video with Fishbone and Boss Tones. <laughs> and we showed the Boss Tones were like, oh, shit, Dang Bruh, why? It's like, you, you want to be in that video? I'm like, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Well, there's this fucking video uh, called Simmer Down. It did the cover of the Whalers and shit. And it's yeah. like they filmed it at Cobes, right there off uh, St. Charles no and, sh- uh, I did, and Elf Street. I had no idea they filmed that there. There's a video, and it was on uh, 120 Minutes. Uh, Louis yeah. Largent was the host at the time and shit yeah. like that. And it was like, yeah, I, I got I to send that shit to you, dude. It's yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, being that bitch, I still had dreads at the time. I had hair. <laughs> I still had hair. But, hey, man, back then we all had hair. All right? You know? I mean, yeah, bro. I'm in there with, uh, with dreadlocks and the Mr. Bungle t shirt with the, the clown face. Nice. Yeah, man. And I'm in there with Angelo and shit. We, I mean, it's just like, hell yeah. So Boston's was like, because we, uh, Boston's was like, became fans of Dame Bruh. Like two years before that. Nice. And it was like, yo, we showed up. It was like, oh shit, you want to be in that video too? I'm like, hell yeah. And it was just like, they ended up doing a show at a, a music hall and they dedicated a song to like, you, I missed it. But they told me afterwards, like, yeah, we dedicated a song to Howard Love and Dane Y. And it was sure just did. like a song called Man Without. And so the kids were coming out of the fucking uh, the music hall, and it was like, dude, you fucking know those guys? I'm like, what happened? What the fuck are you about? They just fucking like did a whole dedication to you and the fucking band. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yes, they did. Yep. And I missed this shit because of some bullshit from one of my band members. I had to go take care of him and his <laughs> girlfriend and shit. So, yeah, I missed all of that. But, uh, yeah, man, but, uh, getting back to that night, dude, Fishbone, uh, Boss Tones was on tour with Fishbone. We ended up doing that music, that video shoot, and then went to the show. By the way, I was in the balcony, dude, watching that shit. I was and, crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I remember that fucking day. <laughs> I, re- I remember when, he, like, um, that, I saw him for that, of course, and I saw him at, um, when they when they did the, the uh, Lollapalooza, when Fishbone played Lollapalooza. Yeah. That was, yeah, that that was, was fucking crazy, too. Yeah. Um, I Angelo Fishbone one time. Really? One time, and I was working at the radio station at the time back in Pennsylvania. And, um, this was a while ago, and um, the uh, they were like, "Hey, you got tickets? You know, come see the show." I was like, "Cool." So I was giving away Fishbone tickets on air, and then wow. I got a, I got a set of tickets, and I was like, "They're playing the University." I was like, "Oh, okay." So, but they're playing with another band. It was the strangest. It was it, it was good, but it was weird at the same time because it was a brand new band playing with them. They had a completely different sound. It was TLC. Really? Oh, shit. No it was, shit. It was TLC and Fishbone at Slippery Rock University. It was really yeah. weird, but it was a cool show. That's and what man, I'm talking they, about. they put on a hell of a performance. That's uh, what I'm talking about. Yeah, dude. I'll, I'll never forget the, the Lollapalooza show because uh, Angelo actually, when he jumped, when they were doing swim and he jumped off yes. the fucking stage, he landed on my fucking head. And, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you sweaty motherfucker. <laughs> I saw what he did that dive, man. He, yep. first, he just walked out as before the yeah when the curtain dropped. Yep, he yep. Just... He was like, hey, you guys want to swim? Come on! And then all of a sudden the curtain dropped, and the whole place went fucking crazy. Yeah. 
yeah. it was it was awesome dude that was that's yeah. that's another really good memory <laughs> um and one more from the Boston's is when they played that show at at the music hall yeah i'll never forget him looking at the crowd and sticky saying looking at the crowd and saying you see these microphones pointing to the pointing to the horn section don't touch those see any of these other ones if you want to get on them get on them i don't care you see this stage this is my stage you want to get on my stage come on i don't care what the place says dude when he said that the fucking place went crazy people were climbing on the stage dude diving off of everything it was crazy i ran across the stage got caught by the fucking microphone cable <laughs> man i heard that story before i think you told me this story yeah. before you somebody else told me that story before too i mean it's, uh, it was, i've heard that story it was times, it was wild brother like he was just like fuck it let's go i was like all right let's do this <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was a good. No. Those Leave dudes. The microphone for the horns. We need to be in the horn mics. Yeah, he's like, don't. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. Go for it. Just whatever you want to sing with me. Come on, you know. I was like, wow, this yeah, dude, exactly. this dude's off the hook. Don't fuck us up though, now. Don't fuck us up. Fuck the horns up. Right. As long as we fuck the horns up, we keep the horns. Say the horns. Yeah, you can't, you can't mess those up because those are, those are the main backbone of the song, you know. Seriously, you need the horn now. So <laughs> gotta keep this groove going. <laughs> so you said now with the dang brown eye stuff, you said the new stuff. Y'all got the whole horn section coming. You said, yeah, man. That's awesome. Uh, it's like now nah, we've always had like just only a saxophone player, right? And you know now for the past what two years now we've had like sax and a trumpet. And I was like, okay, step up. Yeah, uh, yeah, my fucking dudes, man. Uh, chill vibes in these cats, man. It's like you know they they all individually just badass you know they own the right mm -hmm. but they all want to come together and get down with this and it's like now they're part of the deal and it's like oh as long as we are considered you know a dang brother we're good oh yeah <laughs> and it's like okay okay cool it's not like you know no i can't i can't call your guys you know hired guns and shit because it comes off and you could be replaced if, you, if we ain't trying to do that <laughs> No, so it's like y'all actually it's, we all brothers now. So it's just like and this shit here, woof, this is the whole vibe <laughs> of it now, dude. It's like back then we was like had that whole different young energy in the early nineties and shit. Now it's like this older, elder statesman kind of thing, right? With the still, still with the same vibe. Well, still with that same that edge, going. yeah, that edge. Yeah, keep that shit happening. Don't, yeah, you know. Don't they ain't trying to do like you know Elvis at in, in Vegas. No, we trying to <laughs> we trying to keep this shit pumping. Come on, what you don't want to you don't want to be fat and die on a toilet. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to I'm trying to take a shit and I'm gonna have a heart attack because I take too many drugs on my fat ass. That could that could happen, man. Could, not, not the fat part, but actually, uh, I don't know. I don't want to you know think about that right now. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Well, the, how's the show going on down there right now? Let's cross that toilet when we come to it. That's right. Uh, yeah, man. But still, what you yeah, what, what like, did you say, Rum? I was I was asking. I was going to ask uh, how the show scene is going down there. I see that you've been doing some per, uh, performing and everything. I mean, what's uh, you got a bunch of stuff coming up through the new year? Um, right now we well. The next show we have, we just had one at uh, at Babylon at yep, Wayne's right. place. Yep, yep, yep. At Wayne's house, whose house? Wayne's house. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was tight. That went out tight. Uh, we debuted a, a new song that I've been I wrote. I've been trying to get together or try to really work it out for like 
past five years. This song called Reverse Player Haterism. And it's about uh it's about uh it's a it's like a, a F you to like sociopaths or sociopathic behavior. Social it's like, you know, it's just like, yeah, this this whole thing about you because it's you I may not like, you know, the fuck you too, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's just, yeah. It's like a punk ska kind of thing. And uh, another another new song called uh, Canigula in the Garden, uh, like took a flip on uh, Emperor Roman Emperor Caligula, and I call him Canigula. <laughs> and uh, it's, yeah, so it's like a little groovy fucking you know psychedelic uh, rock funk soul neo soul jam. Kind of like you know Roy Ayers Ubiquity meets David Bowie's crooning and shit. Oh, wow, that's awesome! Kind of thing. It's kind of it's kind of nasty and, and slinky and greasy, and uh, but it's rock. It rocks though. It rocks though. It's funky as hell though. Um, and it's like that's some new shit, you know, that's coming out with us. And you know, we got some other stuff coming. Out. So that show we did that we did uh, we debuted Reverse Player Hitterism at the Babylon show this past Saturday. Badass man at Wayne's house. And then the next show we have is going to be uh, with Steve Woodstock Williams uh, put on the show for us at uh, Poor House and uh, going towards Metairie. Cool. Uh, it's going to be us and this other guy, um, this band called the Jack Lock Rock Show. Oh, yeah. Never Jack, heard of yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Jack is. Also, they with us uh, last Saturday, too. Yep. That's my boy. That's my people's, actually. Uh, I'm going to get I this. Love uh, cats. I love I'm, playing I'm, with them. they got this, like, showmanship. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely. Uh, Gonna get this tour together once all this fucking COVID breaks down, brother. Don't worry. Seriously. Don't worry. Seriously. We're gonna get it going. We're gonna get you guys out to where rum's at, and we're gonna get you guys out, you know, around the areas because we 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 got tons of places in the Carolinas. Guys, man, you would do so well. We we've been the beach towns, man. Would they would love you? Dig it. I I can't. But this is when before even before COVID, I was just like, ah, we need to get. I need to get this shit on tour. Yep. You know, we all so busy. I mean, everybody got nine to fives and shit like that. You know, sure. one guy got the bass player got family, you know, wife and kids and stuff. Uh, but it's like, I think uh, tour come up, it was like, fuck it. Let's do this. Um, I've been wanting to do this. This is what we need to do. That's one of the things we definitely need to do. Yeah. When it's, even before this happened. That's one of the goals. It was just like, okay, that yeah. needs to happen. Because like yeah, last year all- when... Even, um... even even if it's a small tour, you know, yeah. two weeks. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. Like last year for the uh, Unholy Nights when you guys played, and I and I told y'all I was like, look, I want to get you guys and Jack Lock together because yeah. I I want y'all to play, you know, other venues on tour, and I want to help make this happen, you know, because you guys yeah, need yeah. to be. It needs to be like that, y'all. I mean, you two, the you two bands need to go together. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just the way it is. Definitely. Oh, it Lots clicks like all the way like around. Yeah. Yeah. It, it clicks like it clicks like going to see Fishbone and Primus. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh. God. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like you know, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I told, I told Jack that like uh, probably six months or so. I said I got a band that I know would fit with you guys perfect, and he's like, okay, all right, yeah, who, you know, and I talked to him a little bit about it, and he goes, all right, and then uh, that time I when I booked y'all for the the what you call it the unholy nights yeah. thing, and and he was like, dude, this is perfect. You're so right. I was like, I told you, dude. <laughs> I fucking told you, bro. How is my dog, man? We've been knowing each other for a long time. It's, it's, gospel. it's not just his gospel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, shit is gospel. Well, I got you now. I got, now I see what you're talking about. Exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, man. I, dude, that's how it is, dude. It was, oh, we first, that first time we played together, it was just like, dude, yep. who are you? No, no, who are you? No, who are you? No, who are you? <laughs> yeah, like, it was like long lost brothers, man, that they never got to see each other, you know? Like, where you been all my life? Damn. <laughs> Isn't it, it was, amazing, though, when you've got that type of chemistry, when you get on, and you, you, you just, the whole room just feels it? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, dude, that's the most. Gives so much. Uh, gets, shows so much love and shit like that, bro. It's 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 awesome. Uh, his sister Tamara, who's also a big supporter, like a cheerleader on the side, you know, getting some uh, footage in and shit like that. The bass player Trina, badass. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's got these cats are awesome, man. It's the whole yeah, the whole crew of them, you know. And we're playing with them again at the twenty uh, eighth, oh, yeah? November twenty eighth, called the Skanksgiving. Party. <laughs> the uh, Thanksgiving party. That's great. Yeah, it's gonna be the Saturday after uh, Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving and shit with the, uh, yeah, like a mod sky skank skanking. Thanksgiving, <laughs> so you give up your skank. Give up your skanks for the. I've never been to the poorhouse. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a free show. It's just like you know, it's like you know, no cover, wear a mask. Gotcha. So it's a it's, it's a. Gonna be outside. Yeah, outside the patio. Yeah, it's a newer venue doing stuff now. Um, they just started probably doing they, shows they, about they a year ago. With uh, this young lady over there, who's the manager, uh, her name is Colleen. Colleen Johnson. Him and her, her and him both have just been putting on shows every weekend out there. Actually. Yeah. And wow. so we went to our second one uh, for uh, Thanksgiving. That'll be and fun, then we man. have another show after that, December fifth at Twisted Lime with uh, Nothing Sacred. And the other band, I can't really pronounce the name. Jesus. Really? It's Anagerium. 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 <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah. Is it is it marijuana spelled backwards? It's probably marijuana spelled backwards. Ain't this some shit? I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> is it? Uh, I, Ain't this some shit? I bet it is. I bet it is. I think the name <laughs> of the band is um, Anna Hoosieram or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Look at it. Let me look at it. I'll look at the name again. Uh, wait, I gotta look at the name I again. Think... I bet you, I bet you, it's marijuana, and I ain't catch that, my dumb ass. And guess what? It's marijuana spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we go. It's nothing sacred. Dame Y and Anna at, at marijuana spelled backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Playing. Stop fronting. <laughs> well, that's cool, yeah, man. You should be hysterical when you see yourself in the mirror. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your anagrams are showing, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my band played with them uh, years ago as well. We played with them at State Palace once. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so they've yeah. been, yeah. I checked them out. I looked up the uh, uh, Facebook page. Yeah. And checked them out. Yeah. They're pretty, they, are they pretty hard? Yes. Well, they, they're kind of... Well, when I we played with them, that was years ago, man. Uh, they were they were kind of like a stoner doomy kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you know your your okay. your New Orleans um, swamp metal style stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Good stuff. That 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 fits. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 yeah fits, you know, if you spell marijuana backwards, yes, you know, <laughs> and don't and don't let me use that word FM backwards. Yeah. That's funny, bro. Man, so yeah, bro. Uh, that's so far we got that uh, on December 5th. And then right now it's up in the air with a date. It's a possibility we have a place for it. But um, we want to do a tribute show for 
a musician friend of ours, my musician brother who passed away a couple months ago, uh, Eric Bonney, from this band, uh, uh, Interior Decorating and uh, Highway Robbery. Whoa, wait, and, who uh, was that? I didn't. I yeah, didn't, yeah I, he, he passed away like uh, really. I didn't September. hear about. I didn't yeah. hear about that, man. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, sorry to hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple months ago. Uh, remember when y'all did? Uh, y'all interviewed. Uh, Hex from uh, yeah. Highway Robber. Yeah. Yeah. So Eric Eric was in that group and he was also in uh, Interior, Interior Decorator, which was badass. Yeah. Badass, badass. He was like our brother, man. And, man uh, sucks, yeah, dude. we doing the, um we putting we putting something together with like a bunch of bands. Dane Bawai, Mystery Girl, Hobby Robbery, you know, my dude uh Haseel Beltre from uh Jack and the Jack Rabbits. Nice. Hey, um, if you boys need any th- any help, let us know because we'd like to sure you know not. help you guys out with whatever yeah, you can. You know, we might have it. Uh, I think we might have it. Like Pina Canavello, uh, we, we might have it over at the uh, Always in the back room. Okay, that, it, it's, look, everything is still up in the air as far as the dates concerned. Who's all playing? Mm-hmm. When is where is going to be in particular? But so far, we're going to have it's like uh, Always Lounge. Should be in the back, a big theater space in the back and shit, the Twilight Room. Yeah. And, you know, right now, he's it's still like Danger Wise, like, huh, we own it. Uh, uh, Mystery Girl, uh, Jack and the Jack Rabbits, Hassel, and definitely um, um, Hobby Robbery. Uh, so, yeah, and a couple other artists, you know, might come in and say it was well, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's man. It's like, that's, 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 that's in the works right now. Yeah. Well, like I said, said when somebody, somebody, yeah, you know, especially yeah. musicians, I, I, anybody, don't get me wrong, but I mean, especially the musicians are, they're, they're so, such a close knit group of people, yeah, especially in areas yeah. like down there. And I know they are up here, but when one goes, I mean, it's just, it's sad because it's just mm-hmm. a loss of talent. It's, it's a part loss of your, of talent. part of your family, man. You know, it's like, cause you, yeah. you guys, yeah, are, family, man. you he know, was, he was, yeah, he got me my job. I was working at, um, as a bellman at the Hyatt, Hyatt Regency over here. No shit. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, he was top dog, man. He was awesome and shit, bro. I was like, yep, Eric Bonnie for uh, rest in punk rock, peace, love, and inspiration, brother. Oh Getting yeah, up, man. Dig it. Oh, so yeah. you can put this together for him, dude. Like nice little tribute show for yeah, him. Yeah, dude. And like like I said, yeah. bro, if you have, if you guys need anything, just let us know. If we can do it, we'll do okay. it for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. If you get your dates together, we'll start uh, doing uh, so, yeah, well, everything commercials gets, or something you know, for it. Or yeah, something. we'll do promos yeah. and shit. So it, we're fine with that, man. Just any, like I said, any little bit we can help. We're we're, we're always yeah, there for you. Cool. Thank you, brother. Of course. Oh, cool. Of course. We'll do. We'll do. If you ever you want to, yeah. Show show enough. There's more people who wants to get down with it. Ah, uh, <laughs> that is super super duper though. So well, yeah, man. Uh, and so far, hello. Uh, yeah, we here, man. Yeah. We still here. Okay, something cool. Pop pop. Uh, <laughs> that's the You know, that's that's that. something up on me just now. I was like, oh shit. Okay, anyway. That's that yeah. new. That's that new uh, technology you're using Skype. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm I'm, living, I'm still in the Stone Age, man. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Oh, we're using Skype, <laughs> so are we? Me, I'm just my. I'm, I'm just my mind was like, how you do this? It was like, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> And I told you, and I told you it was easy, man. I told you it was easy. You got it. You had it under control. I mean, well, once I get used to this, it's like you know, it'd be good to go. I mean, I, it, it was easy to log on. It was so easy on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm thinking all this stuff, you know, because me, me and technology sometimes are not good bedfellows. <laughs> yeah, join the club, man. I yeah. have no patience, and, you know, 
something I just can't understand shit. And it's like, how the fuck? <laughs> so, oh, goodness. So, you guys got some, uh, you, you got a new record coming out possibly soon? Um, well, I know you got new songs. I'm just saying, y'all, y'all, y'all on that, that route? It's close for each year now. It's going to be a new album for sure. Okay. And, uh, cool. I'm thinking about calling it, the working titles will be called, uh, uh, Canigula in the Garden, the OG LP, and uh, <laughs> love yeah, it. We're gonna have uh, that was awesome. Yeah, and also too with that, uh, our first time ever. Now we got tons of like you know live footage, live videos yeah. on YouTube now and stuff like that. Even stuff from back then that's on cassette, video cassette and DVD, but we've never had a proper music video. Gotcha. Choreographed, edited, and stuff like that. More cinematic, whatever have you. You know, when MTV was doing music videos, that type of shit. We never had like actual proper music video done. Never. We've always had like live footage. Live footage. People see us live. People hear recordings. People see live footage on video. We've never had an actual music video where it's just like, you know, have it like, you know, just somebody directing and edit, you know, just the whole deal. That's that's the next deal with that that's one of my my goals on this one that's cool it's like new album next year and with that will be first time ever music video proper professionally done music video i mean for christ's sake my dudes josh katz and mystery girl they got a they got a music video (laughs) and it's dope as hell (laughs) it's just awesome you gotta (laughs) it's like yeah some artists in this motherfucker. We need some film directors. That's what I'm, I need some Kubrick type shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know have some twin girls standing down the hallway looking at you and shit. You know, <laughs> hello, dang baby, come play with us. <laughs> <laughs> the some fun in this shit. You know, you need to you need to talk to you need to talk to the guys from Tooth and Nail. Tooth and Nail. Tooth and Nail. That's that that's uh they do a lot of the music videos out here and it's fucking great work. Yeah, yeah. Check check that dude stuff out, man. I'll I'll send you a link to his page and stuff. You'll really like it. Cool, cool, cool. Who, who yeah. did the one for, with uh, with Jab? Tooth and Nail. You remember? Was that Tooth and Nail too? Yep. Oh, I'll be darned. Okay. Shit. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm telling you, this is good stuff, man. Well, one of them, one of his videos with with Tooth and Nail. The other one was with some uh, a young lady. I don't remember what her name was. Cause I remember when I remember when he was on the the show. That's uh, right. It wasn't we, a, we were, a woman. We were talking to him. He and he told us that one of the videos was by them, and one of the videos was by um, this young lady. And he's also got a new one coming out pretty soon. So, mm-hmm. well, who's got who? Oh, who also did? I mean, you're, you're performing with Jack Locke. Jack did a movie. Who did his stuff? Jack did his own movie. Oh well, then maybe Jack can film it because that movie was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Jack Jack filmed and directed his own film. So yeah. Well, you know what? Thanks for telling me that because now I okay. <laughs> yeah, see, new to me, new stuff. Man. I mean, you know what? It's like it's always gonna come down to it when it's like when it actually gets to the point where it's like I made we able to do a fucking music video, a new song, a new album is out, and we ready to do a, a single and whatever have you. I think all this information will definitely be be revealed as I do shop as I shop around. Oh yeah, for sure. Around people like and it's something will always come through. I mean, I mean, uh, the next thing we got to do is just like you know shop around for uh, a recording studio that's you know affordable. You know, sure, that's the hard part, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's part of the yeah. So that's 
Just so well, steps at the time is gonna be like shopping around for that, and then shopping around for a person to record a um, first music video. You know, um, you should have uh, a backup. You, I should, can... you should do a video for every song, and then <laughs> you can play two locations at one time. One just play your videos, and one mm-hmm. you can be live somewhere else. So you're getting you're getting double bank. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can I can. My next trick, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be a hologram like. Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> like Tupac. <laughs> um, I can recommend uh, our buddies at uh, OCD Studios too. They do OCD. the recording studio off of Metairie Road. Great work. Um, they recorded uh, the last two. I want to say they recorded the last two or three Crowbar records. Um, okay. And um, a few other, you know, my my band used to practice there. So okay. I know those guys really well, and uh, they are uh, phenomenal. Um, but, but don't they have uh, – it's OCD. Don't they have to do things like multiple times? Multiple times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, if you if you get a chance, uh, uh, go check out uh, the band People on the Side. Um, People on the Side. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Where's that from? If you can look that up. Uh, the guy who does our um, – theme music on our show is is, uh-huh. is is the singer and keyboardist for people on the side and okay, uh okay, okay. and um he uh he also <laughs> they also record yeah everything is yeah, recorded but... over there at ocd so you can yeah. listen to the, what how it sounds they're kind of like a uh mr bungle and faith no more type stuff Ooh. something Ooh. something okay. you would See, like I, I... nah 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 now nah, we talking right something you will <laughs> like nah, we talk. But, they knew I'm coming. They knew I'm coming over there. Okay, but, cool. All but, right. <laughs> but Patrick is the singer, and he's a great dude. And uh, he, in fact, I just wanted to say thank you to him because we just got our new MHOG podcast theme in my hand right now. I haven't listened to it yet, but we're going to listen to it uh, tonight sometime and then figure out what we're going to put our stuff in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be I'm good. I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Top secret right now, but I'll send it to you. <laughs> but um oh, this dude howard thank you for coming on the show man it's been it's been a blast i think howard left how's it gone Howard was like you know howard you there i like you guys so much i'm just gonna hang up <laughs> i think that's what he said oh there he is there he is i'm i was just saying you you disappeared for a minute who I did? Yeah. yeah. No, I was still. I was. I was talking my ass off. <laughs> and and we were talking too because we were like, "Damn, man, it was really cool to have you on the show." And you just didn't say nothing. I was like, "All right, well, Howard thought it was yeah, so." I was like saying some shit. I was. I even. I even sung something. I even did a little singing. Damn. I get, I, wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> Is this mic on? Uh, uh, we didn't have. Uh, <laughs> Dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's funny. Nah, man, really. Hello. <laughs> nah, nah, but Howard, man, it was great to finally have you on the show, dude. Like, like. Yes, sir. You know, we got to do this. Honor talking with you, man. We got to do this again. Man, uh, you know, now since I figured this Skype shit out. Ah, uh, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like getting further closer to the 21st century. I yeah, feel 
It's an old man, it. old man throwing his crutches away. Let's do this. I'm saying, bro. You know, I'm getting some, uh, some. Up, I'm gonna get an upgrade now. Shit, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna sit in the <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Let yeah. let all these people out there know where they can find Dang Bro Y, man. All your URLs and all that good shit, so that people can go look up, look up your <laughs> well, stuff. Uh, well, uh, we have a lot of shit, ton of shit on YouTube. You just type in Dangbra with the Y by itself, and you would just come up all this stuff for years. Uh, uh, we have a album that was a 2014 album on SoundCloud called Remaster Blaster, which is an eight-song album, um, which is a combination of an EP we did on the iTunes called uh, Dang Inclination. And that's the revert, uh, re- uh, Jesus Remaster Blaster album on soundcloud plus i put some stuff on soundcloud from our rehearsal recordings and shit uh just to, as an appetite before an album comes out next year is reverse player heroism another another one called ambassador twist and a little album i put up there called um a big greasy a big greasy shout out and that's like another thing but why like a 50 minute almost an hour little album and shit of us just jamming working on new shit you know, having like holy shit moments in there and stuff. I just put all the creative, you know, moments in this little album. We also do a cover of Fishbone called, uh, this song called A Selection. That's nice. on that album too, nice. on, on SoundCloud. You know, so yeah, um, Google, shit like that. Until we have a proper new album next year, that's all we have right now. We, uh, Facebook, you can catch us on Facebook and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, we got a cool little fucking logo that was made by steve with style williams so if you see that logo that's us yeah. with a little hat and shit <laughs> <laughs> super yeah. cool man we're gonna be in the house we're gonna be around this bitch <laughs> yeah so we'll keep this going even after covid you know blows the fuck away hell yeah dude <laughs> hell yeah it's all right so man howard again man thank you so much for joining the show dude it was a blast we can't wait to have you back on and i can't wait to book you again and get some more shows out of you uh, <laughs> um, yes, yes. But said you know I will, dude. Uh, yes. I, I was your host, Wayne, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the rum guy, and that guy I'm over there. There you go. There he is. That's how we love, right there. And uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>